Hello and welcome to Radical Embodiment, the podcast where we challenge societal norms and redefine what it means to be fully present in our bodies. I'm your host, Emily Wishall. I am an embodiment coach, certified rolfer, and author of the book, Radical Embodiment, a practical guide to celebrating the skin you're in. In a world that equates a woman's worth with her weight and physical appearance, we are making the radical choice to no longer accept the societal conditioning. I invite you on a journey of self-discovery and empowerment as we explore the concept of radical embodiment. Radical embodiment goes beyond external standards and invites us to embrace our bodies as vehicles for grounding ourselves in the present moment. Living a radically embodied life means making a consistent, courageous, and intentional choice each and every day to truly be in our bodies. It's about reclaiming our power, breaking free from harmful narratives, and cultivating a deep connection with ourselves. I want to acknowledge my limitations as a cisgendered white woman. I recognize that my awareness is shaped by my privilege, and I have not personally faced the same challenges as women of color, disabled women, or LGBTQ plus women who encounter racism, ableism, homophobia, or transphobia regarding their bodies. I am continually learning and doing my best to become more aware of my blind spots and understand that there are entire realms of societal attitudes that need to be addressed. With that in mind, I hope this podcast exploration of body image challenges, which are prevalent in much of the female experience, can provide value to listeners from all backgrounds. My aim is to foster understanding, compassion, and inclusivity as we navigate the complexities of body image and self-acceptance. Together, we will challenge norms, rewrite narratives, and embrace a radically embodied way of being. Get ready to embark on this transformative journey as we empower ourselves and each other. Thank you for joining me on the Radical Embodiment Podcast. Let's dive in and embrace the power of our bodies one episode at a time. Hello and welcome to season four, episode five of Radical Embodiment, the podcast. I'm your host, Emily Wishall, and I am an embodiment coach and a certified rolfer. And today's episode is on finding your line. So I'm going to just start the episode with talking about your line, what I mean by finding your line. Um, So a little bit more of the concept behind that. And then in the second part of the episode, I'm going to actually guide you through a practice that you can try out to have an experiential, a more tangible experience with your line. So to start, so finding your line. In um, last episode, I referenced this a little bit in regards to, you know, I kind of took an unexpected, unplanned break from recording season four of the podcast Um, that came from listening to my own inner wisdom and letting go of the the plan and external um, expectations or, you know, the external expectations that I had created for myself. And how a practice that I come back to time and time again is is my relationship with my line 
And when I'm feeling uncertain or unclear about something that connecting with my line is a place that I can come to to help me discern and discern more clearly what's right for me or what is the next step to move forward in. So in Rolfing, um, structural integration world, if you are unfamiliar with that, um, it's a big part of the work I do and it influences my coaching. It was a big influence in my book, also titled Radical Embodiment. It's a big influence in the way that I work with my clients and in, in the world, the lens through which I see and operate with our body, even if we're not working with the physical body. Um, if we're, you know, thinking more even emotional, energetic realms, um, structural integration is the lens I work and operate with. So brief context of what that is, if you're unfamiliar, it's manual therapy, meaning it's hands-on work, working with the fascia, our soft tissue skeleton. I have tons of episodes about the fascia, so I won't go into it on that. But the ultimate goal of Rolfing is to help support the body to come back into its natural alignment, to be able to be more upright with ease. All of us in this world, in this life, we are constantly, um, gravity, the force of gravity is constantly at play and that can contribute to, you know, if we're not in the most ideal, natural, easeful, optimal alignment to pain, strain, compressive force on different parts of our body or vertebra in our spine that it's not ideal, it's not comfortable, does not allow for an easeful, confident experience. And so part of the ultimate goal of Rolfing with finding that natural alignment is to support a client in their relationship with their line, is to allow the line to be evoked more, to emerge. Um, so thinking of if there was a plumb line going down the center of your body, how does your body orient and relate to that line? And so to put it in a very specific example to Rolfing, say if a client is coming to me um, specifically for shoulder range of motion, which I will say these days, somebody coming to me for just something like that is, is becoming a little more rare as my practice is evolving to encompass more of a person. Uh, but say someone you know is just wanting to work to help restore range of motion in the shoulder. The way I'm going to orient in that session and to their shoulder girdle is in relationship to their line. What is how is how is their shoulder girdle, their shoulders relating to their line? What is the relationship between their shoulders and their pelvis? And I'm always wanting to work in a more integrative approach. So I'm not only just going to work on that shoulder. I'm going to completely also like work on the rib cage, work into the pelvis because we are not only are we multifaceted beings, we are so interconnected. And, you know, if if the pelvis isn't able to offer the most ideal proper support, then the rib cage is going to be, you know, it could lead to being overly like kind of tight, like that cage together, not being able to receive support from below. So the neck muscles might be holding, gripping the shoulder, having to hold up the shoulder more right? If the shoulder girdle is not able to receive support from the rib cage. So hopefully you're tracking and being able to follow that. But so then how that relates to the line is then how can we allow things to be a little bit more balanced around the line? And balance does not equal symmetry. We're not symmetrical beings as humans. 
I think we often try to be symmetrical and, and when we're looking and like, okay, this shoulder's higher than this or this higher than that, we're looking at positionality. And to me, like position and symmetry is flat. We as humans and our bodies are in a multidimensional, three-dimensional um, world. And there's so much more. So I, you know, it's, it's more curious to me of how is something moving, a body part, a person, how is its function is so much more interesting and telling than the position in a static standing or like picture. And I think our line and thinking about our line more naturally allows for more curiosity of that movement, of that interplay. And so many of us are wanting to have good posture, better posture. Um, For so many reasons, there's so many good benefits to having better upright posture. Yet we have been taught that the quote unquote good posture is, you know, pull your shoulders back, bring your chest up, suck your stomach in, you know, tuck your pelvis. All of that is really rigid. All of that is very specific positions. It feels flat. It actually, those sorts of cueings are creating more strain and overlaying patterns of holding that with time will likely lead to pain because those cues are evoking um, muscles to activate our extrinsic muscles, the larger external shell muscles. So it's coming from a more superficial place. It's not a truly integrated, easy posture. It's one that you're really efforting for. It's going to take a lot of effort and it's going to take all these large muscle groups trying to just like hold us up, right? We got to hold ourselves up against gravity. And so coming back into the line in relationship to having more upright, easeful alignment, think again about this plumb line. So you know, if you're, I don't know where you're listening to this, if you're driving, you know, don't do this drive, <laughs> but you could still think about it with me, but you know, maybe even touch the the center crown of your head again, only if you're not driving. Um, but just to help have a, some external feedback to help orient where in the body your line is going. So it's coming from the center of the crown of your head, diving down through the center of your body, down through the center of your pelvic floor. So feel that if you can, where that line is intersecting through the center of your body. And then you're going to imagine if there's a subtle lift, just a pull in on the, on the top of that line, simultaneously with a, with a, a gentle anchoring on the bottom. So I mentioned this in the previous podcast episode, you're getting two directional length, the groundedness with that uprightness through your line. And in the structural integration world, we think of that as palatinicity. And we're going to, in the second part of this, take this further into a practice. So I'll guide you further, but it feels important even going to the concept to have a little bit more orientation to your line. And if you think about that, you know, quote unquote, our typical good posture, that shell, think about that shell softening and relaxing or having the ability to around your line. Because your line is activated. You're getting that uprightness. You're getting that anchoredness. You're receiving that inherent intrinsic support and strength from within. 
And that's on a little bit more of a physical level. But I, in my own personal relationship with my line and the way more specifically, you know, in my embodiment coaching work with clients, we play with the line as well, not only physically, but also emotionally, energetically, and spiritually. So if you think of the seven chakras, if you're unfamiliar with the chakra system, there are seven chakras in our body going down the center of our body. These are energetic centers in the body. Each chakra has a different color, a different resonance, a different like frequency that it vibrates or responds to, and a different like emotional um, thing that it, that it relates as well, orients us to. Your plumb line, your line completely intersects your chakra system, which our chakra system is so energetically, emotionally attuned. And so a curiosity I hold, again, this is a curiosity. This isn't a, this is for sure the way. <laughs> but in, in my lens and in my way of working is, you know, if we have a, you know, in maybe your second or third chakra, you're having a challenge or a hardship or it's not integrated or, you know, our chakras ideally spin um, clockwise as well. There's a rotation of maybe they're spinning the wrong way or maybe it's closed or blocked um, as you're working through something or some trauma, there's an emotional hardship um, to bring this in, you know, a specific context, our throat chakra, the color is blue. Our throat chakra has a lot to do with um, expression, self-expression, free self-expression, really speaking and owning your truth. That can be an area that can be challenging for a lot of us. And so say that's blocked or closed down a little bit. Maybe your line deviates a little bit there meaning maybe it doesn't come through as strongly. Maybe it kind of shifts a little to the side. Maybe it avoids moving through fully of the, the chakra, which could result in, I don't know, maybe a little bit of cervical vertebra rotation or cervical vertebras, um, the, the part of the spine that's in your neck. Maybe it could relate to a little bit of holding in, in the muscles, more excess tension, one side versus the other maybe some jaw tension holding, maybe some other sort of throat challenges. Again, I don't know. This is a curiosity to me of, you know, is there a connection between where we are energetically, emotionally, where we are in connection with our own chakra system, and if things are not quite moving well, and does that then create some deviation or just little like hiccups in our line. And if so, it doesn't mean anything is wrong or bad or needs fixing. No. <laughs> Instead, it's a tool to utilize to get curious to like, oh, this is an area that could use more information. And this is a lens through which I could help support myself through deepening in my healing, through deepening in my connection and awareness with myself. So it's not fixing work. Fix it work always, to me, it implies that there's something wrong, that something's broken, that you're not whole. And I operate from a standpoint of we are whole beings who are, we're just continually integrating more aspects of ourselves, which is a softer, more loving, more compassionate approach that I also believe allows our nervous systems to feel safer to go to these places of healing and it's, it's a more receptive place. 
So that's a little bit more, you know, conceptually on your line in relationship to, you know, the physicalness of it, the structure, as well as, you know, kind of lining up with those emotional energetic centers. Spiritually, this, this may or may not be for you. You may resonate, you may not, you know, depending on your own spiritual religious beliefs. Uh, I personally think you could make this work um, with your own belief system, whatever it may be. But a big part of my own personal daily practice is, you know, connecting to my line, but then anchoring into the sky above as well as grounding into the earth below. And one of my teachers in a year-long program I was in, um, she always had us before we were ever, you know, anchoring into Father Sky or grounding into Mother Earth or before picking any sort of herb or flower in, in nature to always ask permission. And I love that. I, I love that idea of asking permission. And so what I mean by, you know, anchoring into the sky above is thinking of, you know, where your plumb line comes from, from the center, the top of your head and giving you that just gentle, beautiful uprightness pull, going into the clouds, the heavens, the sky above, whatever you believe or don't believe may be above there. Likely you might believe something is there if you're asking permission, but just asking permission of, may I anchor into you, Sky? Something as simple as that. And, you know, this might be placebo for me. I might be making it up. I don't know. I don't care because it works for me. When I ask permission in that situation, I always get this visceral sensation of the sky opening and receiving my cord, receiving my line. And I know I'm kind of going out there with you all, but a little insight into my own personal practice here. And so then going into grounding into the earth below. So thinking of that plumb line exiting the center of your pelvic floor, going deep into the earth below. For me, I think of earth as mother earth, Gaia. You may feel something different. That may feel like, oof, that's a little woo-woo or who knows. And again, asking permission, earth, may I ground into you? And again, every time I do it, I feel a softening in my pelvic floor. There's this visceral sense of the earth beneath opening up to receive my line, to hold me, to ground and anger me. And so spiritually, you know, you're really, we're connecting sky and ground. And, you know, you can take it a step further where you are, you know, deciding in any given day, it could be different of for, for your grounding cord, you know, which is coming from the bottom of your line. You know, what color is it? Is there a color? Is there shape? What texture, the thickness can change. Similarly with the cord leaving the center of your head of, you know, is there a certain shape? Is there a certain color, texture? And always only adding those of if they serve your highest good. And in Rothing, you know, one of the things we do in the structural integration world with all of our clients, no matter how long we've been working with them, is have them walk before and after every single session. 
And one of the, there's so many things we're looking for in walking and any given session, any given practitioner, it could be very different. But one is we talk about G and G prime, meaning does somebody initiate, orient their walk from sky, G prime, from up high, or from G, from ground, from earth? So it's also where in their line is their walk initiated from? So that's just another curiosity, interesting point that ties in this idea of sky and earth, but in a little bit more of a structural um, physical context. Are you ready to love and embrace your body fully? As a listener of the Radical Embodiment Podcast, I know you desire to feel confident, safe, and deeply connected to your sensual and embodied self. That's why I want to share with you a free transformative practice called Stop the Body Hate. In this practice, you'll learn how to be gentle, curious, and compassionate with yourself, cultivating a loving and understanding relationship with your body. You'll bring back the power within you and let go of the need to fix any discomfort through external needs. You will learn how to halt the vicious thoughts that keep you stuck and be guided into a state of ease and presence. To receive this powerful practice, simply go to my website, radicalembodiment.com and click on the top of the homepage where it says free gift. From there, you'll be directed to a page where you can sign up. And when you sign up from that page, you will receive a guided audio practice and a detailed step-by-step PDF. It's time to change the narrative and catch unhealthy thought patterns and make empowered choices about how you view and feel within your body. Don't miss out on this opportunity to begin transforming your relationship with your body. Again, visit my website, radicalembodiment.com and click on the top of the page where it says free gift and sign up with your name and email and you'll receive the free Stop the Body Hate practice directly to your inbox. Let's embark on this journey of self-love and radical embodiment together. Now, back to today's episode. Okay, so let's go into a short practice. And what I'm going to do here is guide you into just a guided body-centered meditation of accessing your life. This is something you can, you know, download this episode onto your phone. You can repeat time and time again. I would encourage you to, if this does resonate with you, because that will help you increase your capacity to access your life. All of this is practice. So ideally, you're sitting or standing as you listen to this, or if you're not, you know, come back and listen to it later or listen to it a second time and just listen to it this time and don't go through it with me. But ideally, you're stationary, so somewhere you can be still. Sitting, standing, doesn't matter. And I want you to close your eyes and just take a couple deep, easy breaths in and out. Softening into yourself. 
And to start, I want to invite you to imagine you can come into the center of your pelvic bowl. So think of your pelvis as a bowl. In the center of that bowl, you can imagine a point of light, crystal. You can imagine maybe where your line intersects the center of your bowl. And just allow, encourage, invite your breath to come into that center point of your pelvis. So we're inviting our attention, our energy, our awareness down and in into our bodies. And now really feeling the center of your line. Where does that line intersect the center point of pelvis? And then exiting the center of pelvic floor, going down, asking permission of earth, you know, may I ground into you? And imagining seeing your line growing deep into the earth, rooting you into the earth, grounding you, anchoring you. And just notice what it's like to be with that sensation, to be with that felt sense. Noticing if as you connect more with your pelvic bowl, if that invites a softening of your rib cage, if it helps your rib cage receive a little more support from below. And we're now going to draw that line up, going down up center of torso through the center of your abdominal cavity, through the center of your heart, staying in the center of your heart for just a couple of breaths. So visualizing the center of your heart deep within you, breathing as you do. Seeing where your line intersects the center of your heart. Noticing if as your line is anchored, grounded into the earth below, that allows your heart to soften or open up just a little bit more as it can rely upon the support from below. Now, following that line up through the center of your throat, through the center of your head. And again, imagining where the center of your head is, allowing a few breaths to come, breathing in and out with the center of your head. Noticing how the center of your head lines up with the center of your heart and the center of your pelvic bowl. All grounded and anchored into the earth beneath you. Now drawing that line, continuing up and out the crown of your head, 
if it resonates with you, asking permission of the sky above that you, asking if you can anchor into the sky above. So feeling just that gentle, upright sensation coming from the center of your head. And so bringing it all together, connecting the center of your head, heart, and pelvis. Feeling where your line intersects with all three. So feeling that uprightness coming from the top of your head, anchoring you into the sky above. Following your line as it travels down through the center of your head, the center of your throat, the center of your heart, center of your solar plexus, the center of your viscera, into the center of your pelvic bowl, anchoring you into the earth beneath you. So you're rooted and upright. So staying with this sensation for a few more breaths. Notice with your exhale, if there's any larger muscle groups that could maybe soften just a touch more, maybe some tension that's in the extrinsic superficial shell of your body that isn't necessary, that could just let go. And seeing, do you feel a sense of uprightness with ease? Do you feel relaxed but open, rooted? This is where your clarity resides. In moments when you feel uncertain, doubt, when you need some support in making a decision in your life. I would highly encourage you to utilize this practice in connection with yourself, as well as connecting with yourself with the sky and with the earth. So you're expanded, yet you're contained and aligned to support you in making a clear, empowered decision and choice for yourself. Okay, thank you for joining me with that. Um, I would love to hear if you try this practice, send me a message, shoot me up on Instagram, Emily underscore Wishal or at Radical Embodiment. And let me know how that was for you. Let me know what your experience was, or if you start to utilize that, you know, in your life, how does that support and influence how you navigate in the world, how you relate in all relationships. All right. Until next week, take care. Thank you for joining me on this journey of radical embodiment. Remember, true change begins within. By embracing our bodies, we can empower ourselves and inspire others to do the same. As we wrap up this episode, I invite you to take a moment and leave a review for Radical Embodiment Podcast on Apple Podcast. Your feedback and support are invaluable in spreading our message of self-acceptance 
and body positivity to a wider audience. Simply take a screenshot of your review and share it on your Instagram stories or post, tagging our Instagram account at radical underscore embodiment underscore. By sharing your thoughts and experiences, you not only contribute to the growth of our community, but also to stand a chance to win a signed copy of my book, Radical Embodiment, a practical guide to celebrate the skin you're in. Each month, I will be selecting three lucky listeners to receive a signed copy of my book. Season four, this season is going to be 12 episodes long as each of my seasons of the podcast have been thus far. So each episode of season four is going to be live every Thursday. So over the course of the next 12 weeks, you can expect a new episode to drop on Thursday. The last episode of season four will drop Thursday, August 14th. So be sure to subscribe to the podcast to not miss any of the episodes. Remember, your voice matters and together we can create a world where everyone feels seen, accepted, and celebrated in their bodies. Thank you once again for being part of the Radical Embodiment Podcast. Until next time, stay courageous, stay intentional, and stay radically embodied.